I'm not going to say it just yet, but Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Good morning, Chris Hayes. Yeah, it's not Christmas yet. <laughs> happy, happy Thanksgiving month, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that if uh, if that doesn't uh, introduce you to what we're going to talk about today, have some fun. Uh, then absolutely nothing will. Welcome, to theology in the dirt, where we make it our aim to practice uh, our theology in the public square of our homes, our city, and our world. And we're coming to you from the worldwide headquarters of Global Impact International Restoration Rome, where we engage our city and put our theology into practice, and in not just words, but in action. And so we're pleased to be coming to you from here, and we're pleased to be wrestling through our theology and practice. And today we're going to have a little bit of fun, and maybe it's not so much a theology as much as it is having some fun, but we're going we're gonna to Chris and I are getting our top five reasons apiece. Uh, well, here's what I've titled mine. Top five reasons why we can and should celebrate Christmas before and after Thanksgiving. And I'm sure Chris is a, you know, it might be his, might be why we should celebrate Thanksgiving before we even think about Christmas. Right on. <laughs> but we've been uh, we've been tackling some pretty heavy stuff when we talk about emotionally healthy discipleship and as we transition to some uh, new stuff and we continue to wrestle through things, but also coming into the holiday season, uh, we want to lighten things up today a little bit and have a little fun because uh, it kind of just came up. I'm, I'm a Christmas guy. I love Christmas all the time. And, and I get backlash from people who are serious about their Thanksgiving. Well, I mean, I, th- I think first of all, let's, let's say that liking Thanksgiving first and celebrating that in order is not a lack of loving Christmas. Cause I love Christmas too. And we'll get into the reasons why, you know, the Lord believes that we should do Thanksgiving first. <laughs> man, that's a shot across the bow early, man. <laughs> I warned, I warned Mitch this, we've been talking about this topic for a couple of weeks and he's been talking a little trash about his, yeah. about his five things. And I said, be careful talking trash to a visionary. Who's also a creative and a musician and, he decided last night to text me and be like, man, my top five is pretty epic. And the competitor that I am was like, we'll uh, see about that. Dude, listen, man, I hear a knock on the door this morning. It's raining outside. It's raining. It's raining. Like the remnants of hurricane, whatever is coming up through Georgia. And I go out and, and Chris has his guitar case. Dude, dude's bringing out all the guns, man. Yeah, so not like Desperado, the movie. It's not, there's right, no ammunition yeah. in there, but. That guitar is coming off pretty strong, though, man. It sounds like you're bringing the heat up in here. So we're we're gonna have a little bit of a. I have a feeling Chris is gonna surprise us with the. Man, I hope my list is more epic than I thought it was. The the band brought a guitar. So uh, before we jump right in, let's get to a little breaking news. Man, Chris, I don't know if it's because I just have a serious bent in me somewhere. I don't know what my deal is, but uh, when I'm looking at news, it's hard for me to find happy news. I guess my default bent to news. Maybe it's just the cycle of news, but I was scanning some websites, and um, I-, I saw an article on Fox News, and it said Twitter erupts over CBS's The Good Fight finale, which has character accused DeSantis of being sex offender. And then uh, <clears throat> it reminded me when I was teaching – uh, I had a, a course in Christian apologetics, and and one of the um, one of the things I always introduced the course with was Courtney Love, who is 
Um, I like pop culture. I like a lot of music. As you can tell, listening to this podcast, I don't think we've used a Christian song as an intro or exit yet. I love all kinds of music, very eclectic music, and I like Nirvana. Um, Courtney Love, who is the ex of Kurt Cobain, um, made a statement one time, and it absolutely blew my mind. I used this to introduce the course where she said she felt like it was her responsibility to impose her worldview on people through the art of music and, and, and her medium. And it always makes me think that, you know, art used to imitate life. That's kind of the history of art. You know, art imitated life. You look at the greats in history and art depicted other things in life. Um, there's been a transition where arts and entertainment no longer depict life. They are now um, hyperboles that come from life that then turn around and seek to impose ideas on people. So that's why entertainment's never benign. There's no such thing as entertainment, unless you choose your entertainment carefully. That's just entertainment. Um, even, you know, I don't know if you realize, the, the word amuse, amusement is a, means amuse. It means to not think. Amusing is thinking. Amuse means to stop thinking. So amusement used to mean that it was a time to disengage your mind and rest your mind and do something different to rest your mind. Amusement. Um, entertainment's similar, but you can't do that anymore. And, and in this uh, episode of The Good Fight, a very flamboyant gay character. Um, now, this again, this is, this is not real life. This is a TV show called The Good Fight, accuses current sitting and current just winning Governor Ron DeSantis, a Republican of Florida, of sexual abuse. And the whole thing works itself out where they discover this person is lying and not telling the truth. But the unfortunate thing is this is far too close to um, a nefarious attempt to affect people's mentality. It smells like that. Like it, if you're going to tell this story, fine, tell the story. You're making up some kind of story. Tell a story, make your TV show. But why do you have to use a real current sitting governor? Why do you choose a governor of a different state that has a different political bent? Why did you choose this one? And it just starts bringing up questions. And so there's no such thing as watching television and not having it affect your thinking or have to at least be aware of what's going on. And so that's posted on Fox News this morning. And just, man, be aware what you listen to and what you watch because it is never benign. Courtney Love said it. She's right. Um, even on this podcast, we intend to put our worldview into digital media. We're not saying benign things. We're bent toward Jesus Christ and his kingdom. We believe the Bible is going to come out in everything we say. And so, anyway. Yeah, yeah, we got it. We're trying to push political agendas wrapped in chocolate candy and, and in entertainment is just becoming more and more prevalent, and it's kind of gross. Like, I don't want to watch a made-up TV show that's trying to very blatantly right. skew my way of thinking about things. Yeah, and, that's right. And it's, it's not surprising since most of that's done in New York or California and or by people who are, you know, from those places, even in Georgia, you know, does a lot of film and TV now, but right. you're still dealing with a lot of Hollywood personalities who lean a certain way. And it's very obvious and down to the writing. And yeah. it's just, it's, yeah, it's just slimy. I don't know the better word. It's, it's very used car sales many. Yeah. And I mean, it just needs to stop. Yeah. Just, just make good television. Like Tom Cruise, Top Gun Maverick, 
one of the best movies I have ever seen, and it didn't push a political agenda. It was pro-America. It was patriotic. There was no sex in it. There, the, the cursing was minimal. It was an appropriate place to put some cursing in the dang movie. I mean, it, it, that's going to happen. If in, it, it was a great it was. movie. Refreshing. Yeah, it was refreshing. It was made by Tom Cruise, and it's like one of the highest grossing movies. I think it's the highest one he's ever done. Mm-hmm. So I'll just say more thumbs up to good stuff like that. For sure. All right, I'm going to get off my soapbox before I get on my soapbox of Christmas. You got any news? I do. And, and uh, you know, while I'm glad Kemp won Georgia, and I'm extremely relieved Stacey Abrams won't be in charge, but I, I get nauseous whoop, whoop. thinking about having to watch another month's worth of political ads till the Senate runoff. Oh. That just just is like nails on a chalkboard in my soul. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Why can't they give us better candidates? Yes. So, with that said, I need a break from politics. So I'm going another direction this morning. Please. Um, so I'm a big time movie buff. Like I love movies. You just you just mentioned one perfect segue. Um, and so I feel like you know, end of the year is usually a good time for movies. So let's give the folks some ideas of what's coming up uh, and what's about to come out. Um, first off, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever comes out November 11th. First one was amazing. I'm, I love the Marvel yeah. universe. Just about all of it. I, I think there's a couple of like the Disney Plus shows I haven't seen yet, but I've seen most of those in all the movies, of course, and so right. that's going to be good. Uh, Tom Hanks' new movie, A Man Called Otto, comes out December 14th, and then the highly anticipated second Avatar movie, The Way of Water, comes out December 16th, and that's going to be interesting because it's been, what, 10 years probably close to yeah. that since? I don't remember what year the first one came out, but it's been a long time. It's been a while. Um, and that obviously Avatar, one of the highest, it might be the highest grossing um Box office movie of all time. It's it's in the top three. Really? Uh huh. Along, with, I think Return of the King and Titanic and Avatar, and there's one or two others that are in that like top five. I had no clue. Man. Um, did really well. So they and they made they made two and three back to back. So two comes out this December. I think number three comes out the next one. And then James Cameron was like, "We'll see how these do. I'm not going to make a fourth one unless these do well." Wow. And then there's some a few others to look forward to amongst um, those three are, but also uh, Shazam two. Glass Onion, which is part of the Knives Out series with Daniel Craig. Knives Out was really good. Awesome movie. So Glass Onion is part of that. He's in this one again. Okay. Uh, Night at the Museum 4, and it has a different title. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, so that com- yeah. That comes out next month. Um, there's has a it movie- got Ben Stiller? Is Stiller I, I didn't. I should have checked on that. I'm not sure. I would assume so, but probably, you know, how those things go when you start making more. Those eventually. movies are of epic renown in the Jolly Household with the Jolly Boys from the first time. Yeah, very wow. underrated. Yeah, to hold that those first three. Yeah, uh, the whale with Brendan Fraser. So he's come, making a comeback. He hasn't done much. You know, the okay. guy from the Mummy. Yeah, um, a movie called Babylon, White Noise, and then Guillermo del Toro is doing an animated adaptation of Pinocchio that looks kind of creepy, but <laughs> and more like I guess like right. along the lines of like not in the way of animation to Nightmare Before Christmas, but more kind of a darker mm-hmm. bent. It looks like towards it, right? Um, the Pinocchio remake was not very good, in my opinion. The really? real life Disney one. I haven't seen it. It's not terrible, but it's not. A lot of those just haven't been as good as I had hoped for. Some of them have been, but right, um, right. You know, that's what you do. It's hard to remake classics. It is. It really is. I will say the the uh, real person remake of Aladdin with um, Will Smith as uh, the genie, dude. That was freaking awesome. Yeah, that he. It's. I was like. Will Smith is the genius, and especially look who you're replacing. I mean, Robin Williams is the right. goat, or one of the goats of right. comedy and of voice acting and all those things. And I thought Will Smith did really well. 
Yeah, I did. I was I was highly impressed because it. Yeah, you're right. Robin Williams is something special, and Will Smith had to do a heck of a job. And I felt like he did a really really good job. Yeah, on that. All right, man, that's good stuff. But you know what time it is. Big voice. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's time for the final countdown. The show starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's rock. Thank you, big voice. We appreciate the introduction. You're my man. That music reminds me. You remember the show Minute to Win It? Yes. That's what that, that music behind him counting down reminds oh, me yeah. of when they used to do those games. I wonder if that it was, was Big cool Voice show. who did that, wrote that piece for them. It's possible. Could be. He might be the guy. Man, what a, what a pleasure to have someone of that renown do our intro. We're big league up in here. We're big league. I'm honored. I'm honored. All right. So I, I would imagine this title needs to probably, it's skewed because I wrote it. Top five reasons we can and should celebrate Christmas before and after Thanksgiving. What what would you title today's top five that we have? I mean, it's a competing. My top five is the you know top five reasons not to celebrate Christmas early. <laughs> okay, so right. we can work those together to come up yeah. with a better fluid yeah. podcast topic title. I, but I don't think it's fair to put my title up there when we post this one. No, but since I post them, I can kind of have <laughs> – I won't be doing that, so we'll come up with something better to put on there. You're going to uh, be coming up with something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to meet in the middle on this one. All right, listen, I'm going to – I'll go first. We're going to go back and forth here. And um, I could, I told Chris, and, and you guys can be the judge of this, I feel like mine get better as they go. My first one is pretty weak, but I really wanted to do this. Like, I didn't want to go back and edit it. I really – I honestly put a lot of thought into this. And as I started putting them down, I real and I knew my first one wasn't great, but I feel like they get better as we go. And so I'm going to throw my first one out there. I'm just confessing that early that this one's a little weak. It lacks substance, but here we go. Okay. Number one, top five reasons we can and should celebrate Christmas before and after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is great and all, but it just lacks shine. Listen, man, the colors are brown and brown and maybe a yellow. There are no lights associated with Thanksgiving. Nobody's stringing lights. We have lights for Halloween, which is weird, orange lights, but hey. And and there are no lights associated with Thanksgiving. Maybe we come up with some brown lights. There's no tinsel around. Thanksgiving just lacks external shine, completely surface level, no substance whatsoever. When I think Thanksgiving, I don't think shiny, bright, pretty things. That's my number one reason. I'll be honest. Do you actually even use tinsel? No. Okay. I like to see tinsel in other things, though. Okay, fair enough. So, <laughs> Tinsel just is messy. If your world is bright, you don't need it to be lit up. Oh, my and gosh. I'm just oh saying. My gosh. That's, right. that's amazing. I'm going to go actually in reverse <laughs> order of my of way I typed them up. Oh, okay. I'll All start right. with kind of one of my lesser okay. ones. But okay. So number one for me, fall is arguably the best season of the year. The weather's amazing. Albeit in Georgia, we tend to see all four seasons in every month somehow. Uh, the colors are changing. There's happiness in the air, which I realize also happens at Christmas, but it's it's different. 
In fall, that happiness is calming and relaxing. Things seem to slow down. When we start celebrating Christmas early, we immediately start to miss out on all those wonderful aspects of fall and try to force winter. But why? Like the beauty of the seasons, what reminds us to be thankful, to slow down, embrace our blessings, enjoy time with family, watch football, get outside, so many other emotions and feelings associated with it. And the year already goes by so fast. Why even start thinking about Christmas early? It just brings feelings of anxiety and stress and chaos and worry on top of everything else that's moving too fast in our culture. Hmm. It's pretty good. I mean, it's got, I mean, it's got some pretty good merit to it, but, you know. I mean, yeah, everybody loves fall, but what does fall have to do with Thanksgiving and Ailey? Thanksgiving is the crux of fall. It's the I got you, fall. the crux of fall. You know, well, I mean, it, Thanksgiving first happened up in New England in the Northeast, and my hunch is it was already snowing, but that's okay. A little Maybe. bit of snow is okay. Maybe a little bit of snow. A little bit of snow with some orange and yellow and red leaves still on the tree would be pretty cool. Yeah. That would be awesome. If we pull that off. Reese's Pieces officially the color of fall, or candy of fall, right? Because it's brown, orange, and yellow. So is candy corn, but that's disgusting. No, it's not. That, that's going to be a top. We're going to have to do a candy top, whatever, because okay. candy corn is not So disgusting. Mitch likes to eat earwax. Perfect. That's all I need to know. <laughs> all right, what's your number two? <laughs> My number two is this. This one, this one, I'm going substance. I'm going heavy substance right here. Thanksgiving has no express impact on what theological orthodoxy is. Therefore, it is subservient to Christmas, which asserts the deity of Jesus, the humanity of Jesus, the eternity of Jesus, and the event that brought about the end of all things, the day of the Lord, and set about the last days, whereby we wait eagerly for his second coming. Boom! Theologically inaccurate, but uh, well, I, I, that's fine. Did, did you say theologically inaccurate? <laughs> Thanksgiving is is biblical, and that's actually my number two is because the Bible says so. Wow, so, sort of. Let me let me explain why. Okay, in Ecclesiastes three it says there is a season for everything. Isaiah forty thirty one says, "But they who wait for the Lord, wait for His coming, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint." We 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 get that. And remember the Titans, a season, a movie about football, which takes place in the fall. Just right. saying, that's that's right. that's theolo- theological and movie reference there. Yeah. Psalms twenty seven thirteen and fourteen says, "I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. We gotta wait on him. We don't need to rush him in here. Little baby Jesus doesn't need to be premature." <laughs> We gotta wait. Romans twelve two. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so you may prove what the will of the God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. The world says celebrate Christmas early. They always decorate early Walmart up in there. Don't don't be conformed to the world, Mitch. Have your own um, own feelings and thoughts. We don't have to conform to what the world tells us that we have to celebrate Christmas early. Um, and finally, First Thessalonians five says, "Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks throughout all November, for this is God's will for you." <laughs> in Christ Jesus, CSV, Chris's Standard Version. Chris's Standard. I was going to say there was a, there was something there I didn't recognize the Chris's Standard Version. I got you. So so what you're saying is all those passages. You're making an application. You're applying those passages to the seasons, um, the season that we're currently in. Is that correct? 
these are what you're saying is those passages don't mean those things. You're just applying them. And that's correct. Way. Okay, I got you. I got you. I mean, I, I guess you could do that. I mean, you could. Uh, it does say those I mean, words. I added November in. You did to you one did. of them, but the rest of them I was actually what they say. I mean, Kenneth Copeland says things too, but um, but <laughs> uh, I mean, that's not bad. I will give you that. I mean, you're just trying to work inside the season, man. Not rush something in and give thanks. And, and to be fair, to be clear, that's going to be kind of a trend through most of my reasons. I got you. Okay. All right. I got you. All right. Well, hey, one thing we'll invite you guys to do is you're welcome to send us an email and tell us who is more convincing. That'd yeah. be awesome. We could read your emails on air, which would be awesome if yeah. you could come that's up with C-H-R-I-S. something. C H R I S. C H R I S. Yes. All right. Here's my here's my number three, and this one's probably gonna make All some right. people really upset. Turkey, which is a Thanksgiving meat is inferior to ham, which is a Christmas meat, and therefore thus relegating Thanksgiving to a lesser holiday and thus able to be superseded by Christmas. Listen, turkey, I'll eat it. I'll eat anything. I'm not picky. But you have to do so much to make turkey decent that um, that it's almost not worth it. Therefore, ham being a Christmas meat just is like i mean the truth of the matter is a honey baked ham at christmas screams to me god loves me and has an absolutely wonderful plan for my life and i can do my own honey baked ham at the house uh, as a christmas beat and it's superior to turkey therefore christmas supersedes thanksgiving as a holiday now listen i, I want to make it clear i'm not saying we shouldn't celebrate thanksgiving i'm all for thanksgiving we celebrate i just think we can celebrate it while we're also enjoying the Christmas season early and have ham. So will you be having honey baked ham before Thanksgiving? Unfortunately, the rest of my family and extended family try to do the traditional Thanksgiving food, which by and large is not my favorite food on the planet. It's I think it's inferior, except the way my mom made dressing. And I make dressing like my mom made dressing. My sisters make it that way. And you don't buy it in a box. you got to make your own cornbread. It's cornbread dressing. And it has, has to be moist and baked in the oven, crispy on top, moist all the way through. That's the only thing redeeming about Thanksgiving to me. Everything else, the food is inferior. If we were doing our top five reasons why Christmas is better than Thanksgiving, that would be a solid point. But that doesn't really work with we should celebrate Christmas before Thanksgiving. because The food's better, so celebrate I, We have before. ham at Thanksgiving a lot. Oh, y'all do? Okay. But we have both. I mean, I, okay. I, 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 I won't. I will stipulate that ham is better than turkey yes um although honey baked ham does have turkey honey baked turkey and it's legit really you can just get it by like some slices sometimes i I highly recommend it hey that's redeeming i I, i'm reconsidering my position here on number three but can we all agree that the best part of those meals both of them if you can have either way is leftover rolls and leftover ham and turkey Yes. And stuffing those in the rolls the next day yeah. for like some mini sandwiches. Yes. Leftover ham and a leftover roll is a glorious thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, quality. I, yeah, it is quality. I'll give you that, You can man. connect with that. You, absolutely. I, and, and, and full transparency, I'm not a fan of a lot of the Thanksgiving foods. Right. So I'm not arguing that the food is better one way or the right. other. But anyway. I got you. On. Okay. I got you. So then my number three, we'll go in a little different direction here. So number three, I love Christmas music and movies. Right, I do. But more than a month of them, I feel like really takes away from their magic and their impact, and they get tiresome fast. 
I can't even listen to normal radio stations during Christmas. Not that I do much of any time. I'm not a big like mu- radio music. I either listen to music off my phone or podcast or like sports talk radio. Right. But they play the same 20, 25 songs for two months straight and typically pick the worst versions of a lot of them. It's like, we have to do this one because it was written in 1943, even though it sounds awful. And it's like, there are more Christmas songs than that. And there are better right. versions than that. Right. So like I, I, get, I add Christmas albums and, and playlists to my phone after Thanksgiving. So that way I can, can choose right. the best ones. Right. And then I remove them after. And again, I love it. I love to play Christmas songs. I love, I love Christmas season at church. You know, I'm excited right. for after Thanksgiving, we can start doing Advent Christmas songs. But I feel like if they're done for too long, they lose their strength. And wow. so, hmm. um, and, and then as far as movies, they have the ones I watch every year. Right. But goodness gracious, they're on all day, every day for a month and a half. <laughs> and I only really want to watch them like once, maybe twice. So with that said, what are, what are some of your most favorite Christmas movies? And yes or no, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Well, actually, I'm going to bring that up in my number five. Okay. I, I will That's address fine. that question in my number five because that, that relates. I actually have a sub-list to my number five okay. in their list of TV shows. Then I'll hold movies. off. I'll share some of my favorites then. That would be you awesome. Get to that one. So that would be awesome. We can move on to your number four. Okay. I'll just say, just say, I think I don't get tired of Christmas movies or Christmas music. I love, I like happy. It doesn't sound like it because of all the news I bring up is unhappy. But I love happy music, music that's upbeat, fast, and Christmas music meets that for me. So I can listen to that all year round. Number four. Here's my number four. Um, Christmas has its own music, which has happiness to it. Now, there's musical, like it, it's the upbeat, whatever that is. You're, you're musically educated. Like, it, it, whatever, it's up. <laughs> Things happen on the upbeat rather than the downbeat. I think that's what, what it's called. At least that's my ignorant translation of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And it makes the whole atmosphere feel cheerful. And at least Christmas can add some cheer to the Thanksgiving season. I feel like the poor pilgrims were dying and the Native Americans saved them. And there's this dum 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 to Thanksgiving. Christmas is ha-ha-ha. And so, therefore, yeah. Christmas music makes me feel happy. And therefore, Christmas can help redeem some of the somber sobriety of the Thanksgiving season. You're right. There are lots of happy themes. Grandma getting murdered by an animal, <laughs> um, childbirth, pain and labor. Um, what are they, you know, ha- getting teeth for Christmas instead of presents or a hippopotamus in your living room? Like that doesn't sound that terrible be, and like a nightmare. Know. That that would be that's 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 a horrible Christmas song. I have to admit. <laughs> that's a terrible Christmas song. Like, why would you want a hippopotamus for Christmas? And then if you've ever seen the office episode of the 12 days of Christmas giving oh. them as gifts, that's that's not very upbeat. No, no, it's Aaron not. I wouldn't think so. No, it's not. And 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 by the way, there's this there's this foreboding historically of Thanksgiving that all those Native Americans are going to help save these white European people, and it won't be too much longer till those white European people are pushing those poor natives west. It just feels bad, but that's okay. Before Go- that, they felt thankful. <laughs> Before that, they felt For thankful being saved from the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, absolutely. And in the name of Jesus, we're going to set up a colony here and then run you people off. So, you go ahead and tell me how Thanksgiving is better. But Christmas celebrates Jesus. It does, which is why it's superior. <laughs> all righty, all right. Moving on. My number yeah. four, don't rush into the busyness of Christmas season. Now, look, mm. I'm a marketing guy, so I get why Walmart and other stores start decorating for Christmas and playing Christmas music early. 
getting everything out as soon as Halloween is over. But for individuals and families, like, why rush into that? Like, we know the holidays are jam-packed with events and shopping, so many things. I don't get the need to rush into it. There's still plenty of time to decorate and get into that mood after Thanksgiving and still have a month to go. Still plenty of time to do that. Mm. Um, plus, I don't – I feel like it's easy to get tired of Christmas decorations really early if you put them up so early. Even the other day, my 7-year-old daughter, were driving down the road, and she's like, Daddy, why are there snowflakes already on the telephone poles? Like, she's like, it's not Christmas time yet. Mm. So she even she gets it. We were and then you know I wanted to tell her it's because of sin and the fallen nature of man, but, <laughs> but I felt like that was too heavy a response for her age. So yeah. you know I just moved on. But yeah. um, again, I I, I want to be very clear. I love Christmas and I love all about Christmas. I just think we if we wait and not rush into that. All that does is bring anxiety, mm. and we can wait. I mean, even like even well, I'll get to that on my next point, my last one, but we don't need to rush into that busy season. It's going to come itself. And then we have still have plenty of time to enjoy it all. Yeah. Poor Addison. I mean, I feel like she's been culturally conditioned there. That, that, that smelled, that smelled like, that smelled like Brittany and Chris really strong there. It's like, why are these snowflakes on the telephone poles? And the, I would have said, because people love God and they want you to love God <laughs> too. That's so terrible. Lord, I apologize for that. That's not true. Here's my number five. My number five. <clears throat> Christmas has better movies and TV shows. I think Thanksgiving, the only thing Thanksgiving gets now is like the one Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown episode. And I think it's more like the Great Pumpkin. It's kind of thing. And there is a pilgrimy Charlie Brown that, that they show around Thanksgiving. And, and that's about it. Unless you count. Hallmark movies, and now there's Great American Family, which is kind of Hallmark's kind of doing. They're kind of portraying alternative yeah, lifestyles. I can't get into those. And then there's the new the the American Family, like so it's the same thing, but it's like more pro family. Uh, Candace Cameron is on that one now. She's left Hallmark, but anyway. Um, so I think we're even skipping Thanksgiving on those. They're all Christmas loves now. I call them like whatever love it's whatever season of the year and whatever location it's like Rocky mountain Christmas love. They're all Christmas now. So Thanksgiving doesn't even get decent movies and TV shows, but Christmas, the TV shows and movies are absolutely out of this world. And I like watching them year round. Now I've got a list if you want to give me your number five, I'll come back and we can compare some some lists of because uh, my first one is gonna make people upset. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, there's nothing more cheerful than Nakatomi Plaza on Christmas Eve. Um, <laughs> so my final number five is, and yeah, we'll come back to the movie thing, and then I've got a, something to finish up with. So it's best to enjoy a full season of thankfulness before the season of giving and getting. I think our giving is energized when we take time to fully feel thankful and to reflect upon our blessings and all that the Lord has given us and done for us. If we rush into Christmas right after Halloween, we really miss out on that time. So, and I think Thanksgiving is more than just a day of eating food. And, and what's worse, like Black Friday now has become Black Thursday afternoon. And it's like, <laughs> you know, I, we, I ran out one, one time we were visiting with Brittany's family for Thanksgiving and they were, forgot something at the store. So I ran to Walmart on Thanksgiving Day because it's like the only place open to get, because um, they opened early to get something. Right. And there were people waiting in line, like around the store for like TVs at like three or four in the afternoon wow. for something that was like, going to start for another like two hours. 
like the sale was still like at least an hour, maybe two away. I forget how much, but I was like, that's become Thanksgiving now. And everywhere I feel like we're shortening that the day itself, not just the, but we're shortening the entire month of thankfulness. And I feel like if we really take time to savor that whole season of thankfulness. I think that energizes our desire to give as opposed to rushing into a season that culturally celebrates receiving more than it does giving. That that's probably your best point. That's that's why good. I put that one last. <clears throat> that's good. That's and 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 I don't get to go anymore. I can't even counter. That's pretty solid, man. I kind of moved my heart. That stirred me a little bit. That's that's pretty good. You're welcome. We should give thanks. We should give thanks. Be thankful, people. So listen, I have this list of um, I have eleven. It's not ten, but it's eleven Christmas TV shows and movies. And the first one I put down just to make people mad. Um, because I know there's a high debate around Nakatomi Plaza, but or whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie. But regardless of what you think, I put down Die Hard. We get Die Hard at Christmas, and Die Hard's awesome. There's a Christmas party going on, and whether or not that classifies it as a Christmas movie or not, I think it does. I like it. So, and then there's Elf. Nobody thought Elf was going to be anything, and it's turned into a cult classic. Uh, I. Oh my gosh, I love Elf. Like I don't even get me started, but I absolutely love Elf. Then there's A Christmas Story, which is classic. Bumpuses. So you've got you've got the dad overrated. Man, I Christmas Story overrated. Like I'm almost speechless. I can't I can't believe you just said that. Like that's horrible. And okay, it is horrible. It is horrible. Miracle on 34th Street. I I'm obligated to put it down, but I think that movie's overrated. But it's, you know, it's kind of a nice story, but I still think it's overrated. It's a Wonderful Life, great Christmas classic. Jingle All the Way, which I think is an underrated. underrated. Yeah, I agree. That's a classic with Sinbad in there. It's the crazy post guy trying to get the Who's that to quit eating my cookies? How do you not love Arnold? Uh, Arnold is so great yeah. in that movie. It's really, really a, a, a good movie. The 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 superhero guy, or the villain that Sinbad ends up playing <clears throat> as... And when it gets in the parade, his head, his headgear reminds me of Peyton Manning's head. And so <laughs> I can't help it. Can't help it. So anyway. It's like a tarmac. You could land a plane on that. I, I think you could. Home Alone, which is absolutely classic. Mm-hmm. Christmas Vacation. I mean, yes, absolutely. Christmas Vacation is uh, the end scene. Where's the Tylenol? That's awesome. Uh, and then uh, – my last three are the Office Christmas. There's several, but my favorites are the Dwight Christmas, where we learn about Bell Schnickel, mm-hmm. and <laughs> that's awesome. That's Cheer great. off here, <laughs> Bell Schnickel is here. I judge your year to be impish. impish. It's amazing, and and then the uh, Yankee Swap is <laughs> is amazing. Of uh, oh yeah, Office we always call that. Um, what White Elephant or Dirty Santa. Yeah, that's what we Yankee call swap, it. And they yeah. call it Yankee Swap, and uh, that's incredible. And then the Seinfeld episode, The Strike, is a Christmas one where <laughs> where we learn about Festivus and the airing of grievances. That's so classic. I absolutely love it. A Festivus for, for the rest of us. I'll, <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of those three without getting tickled, turn over my tickle box. But we get that at Christmas, man. And and I would love to thank some good Thanksgiving flicks, but Christmas produces some funny for me. It does. And before I get into some of mine, which you said some, 
ironically, so, you know, The Office is one of my favorite shows, but Friends is also one of my favorite shows, and the Thanksgiving episodes of Friends are superior to the Christmas episodes of Friends. Are they? So I would okay. highly recommend watching some of those. They're usually on during Thanksgiving season. Okay. Um, it's just, it's funny how like the, that works. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've got Die Hard. I do think it's a Christmas movie. You know, I mean, he writes ho, 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 and blood on the dude's chest. Like, that's doesn't really get more Christmas. <laughs> so it's, it's just a, that's just a great movie. Right. Um, we won't do any more quotes because you know, this is a <laughs> yeah. theological podcast. Yeah. Uh, Elf, I think. It was funny. My, so my wife doesn't even like Will Ferrell, but she loves Elf. My daughter loves – she calls it Big Elf, which Big I Elf. think is classic. Um, awesome. I I love the Grinch. I love all, I mean any of the versions. Jim Carrey one's still my favorite, yeah. but I just anything Grinch related to Christmas time. I which ironic because you know it's not really right. a happy thing. I mean it is a happy story eventually, right. but I just I think the marketing of the Grinch. I think the story, the Doctor Seuss story itself, is very heartwarming. I mean, it's, it's kind of like Christmas Carol in a way story. Kind of I mean yeah. it's kind of he's a Scrooge sure. Grinch, right? And then is redeemed in the end, right? Um. And so I, I, I like Christmas Vacation. I I'm not a, one of the cult followers of it. I would say it's not my probably not even my favorite of the Lampoon Vacation movies, but it's really good. Yeah, I I don't care for Christmas Story. Uh, Home Alone is awesome. One you will like if you haven't seen it is The Night Before. Mm, okay, Christmas and Hollis makes it really like, it's, okay. It's not a an adult one. But it's got like every not a kids one. I got you. Okay, it's got Seth Rogen in it. Um, oh, Mac, Christmas uh, Before. Yeah, it's got um, what's it, Anthony Mackie, okay, um, and um, a few other folks. It, it's the night before. Okay, the night. Before. The night before. Okay, hilarious. Okay, um, and the original Santa Claus with Tim Allen, is, those, as I think is underrated Christmas movie. Those are I agree. Those are those are pretty amazing. So I like it. There was a new one we saw last year, and I don't think it was the first year it came out with Kurt Russell. And uh, Goldie Hawn. I didn't see that one. I've heard that's good. It's really good. Kurt Russell makes a good. Good Santa. So, um, Chris, you brought the guitar, and so I, I'm gonna. You get the last word, and so you, you're bringing out the big guns here. So, you know, so. my my last thought today is friends don't let friends celebrate Christmas early, and, and to that point, I do have a song to share. Um, like a little guitar in there. There we go. Um, so, I I like parody writing. You know, I always if you want, you know. Um, Weird Al, always great one. There's a great Christian parody group, rock group called um, Apologetics with an X. They're actually incredibly talented. They do everything from like Bohemian Rhapsody, Bethlehem in Rhapsody, <laughs> which is about it's, it's really good. So if you want some good parody songs, those are my two favorites. But this is to the tune of um, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I read this at like nine o'clock last night, so bear with me if I have to like pause halfway through. It's a lot of words in there at times. I got you, but. Um, this is called It's Not Time Yet to Celebrate Christmas. <laughs> it's not time yet to celebrate Christmas. It's still too early. Thanksgiving's around the bend. You can certainly wait until then. Still plenty of time to put up your Christmas tree. It's not time yet to celebrate Christmas. Even though they do in stores But Walmart is not the king So stop your decorating Take the wreath 
off your door. <laughs> a feast of turkey and dressing and wonderful blessings and bellies are sure to be full. Family and friends are the joy never ends, a time to be grateful. And teachers know this means there's only three weeks left of school. It's not time yet to celebrate Christmas. Not time to deck the halls. Just wait a couple more weeks, we must know our priorities. First we gobble, then we welcome Claus. It's not time yet to celebrate Christmas. Jesus is coming soon. We'll sing of the newborn king, but first enjoy Thanksgiving. It's the right thing to do. <laughs> Home Alone and McLean Elf Lampoon and the gang might be on your TV. But first let's give thanks and not deplete our banks and spend time with our family. On Black Friday you can spend away, then carols you will sing. It's not time yet to celebrate Christmas. Awesome. So don't you even start. But the last thing that I will say about these wonderful holidays is give thanks in your heart. Right within your heart. Everybody, Chris Hayes. <laughs> woo! That was awesome. I I think you might have evangelized me there. That was pretty good. Yeah, you could, you'll be able to find that later on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. You can follow me later. Absolutely. But. Guys, that's legit. That's good. Let's Let's make that song like, a number one hit. Let's turn it into a cult classic. That was awesome, Chris. Well done. Hey, guys, we really appreciate you listening to Theology in the Dirt. Uh, we had a little fun today, but I think you'll even find deep down in our fun, there's a deep buried reality that Jesus is king, and we want to give thanks over all those things. Love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love our neighbor as ourselves, and have a little bit of fun doing it. Guys, we hope you have an absolutely fantastic rest of your day. We'll see you next time. Out. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero a